The following entertainment is a production of Fluent Grace Media. What you are about to hear is recorded, edited, and produced by three guys who don't have a clue what they're doing. But it just might be the best thing that you hear all day. Welcome to the Fluent Grace Podcast. I'm just going to go ahead and hit record. We're recording right now. Welcome in to the Fluent Grace Podcast, everyone. Tyler LaFoy. He's back. That's right. Making noises that don't need to be made. I got that That I will have drink. to edit out. Got that orange drink. Compliments of, uh, compliments of Colin. I guess I should probably do a little sound check to see if we're actually being recorded. He is moving up in the world, man. He's got a new piece of tech every time he's coming here. Uh, I probably just blew everybody out because this piece of tech that I'm playing with just had a whole lot of red, and I don't think that's good. Here's the problem. We all still heard all of that, even though you turned your microphone off. How? What? Because you're coming through everybody else's microphone. Uh, We're so close. Yeah. Welcome in, folks, to the Thorn Grace podcast. Tim Wilson here with two... I don't know what do you call you goobers. We're we're forty eight episodes in. I don't know what to call y'all. It used to be ten plus one. We're doing good. T one. There you That's go. Right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Worth. Uh, I'm see. still waiting on my first paycheck. Have you gotten yours, Colin? Yeah, I've got a paycheck for. From Fluent Grace Podcast. Oh yeah, many of them. Forget you guys. I'm out. <laughs> so here's the deal. If we were actually decent at this, we might get a podcast. Or a, uh, what do we call those things? Paychecks. 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 Yeah, you ever we got might. one of those four too? Nope, nope. I haven't got one. So I'm uh, over here just ad- adjusting my dials. Hey, you did get a shout out. Your awesome sister gave you a nice shout out. She I did. That was very nice. That was very nice. All the way from the other side of the world. So you know what? Since she shouted us out. Let's we'll shout sh- her out. We'll shout her out. Shout out, little sister, for listening to our podcast in Thailand. We're going to shout out your shout out. That's right. Everybody, everybody go look on our individual Facebook pages to see the shout-out that my sister shouted us out on. Next week, let's reference the shout-out of the shout-out that we got. Shout so it we out. can shout-out the shout-out of the shout-out. Tyler's brain's working way too hard right now. He hadn't thought that it's, deep in years. Know, it's like the meme where it's like... <laughs> it's like all the crazy. Have y'all seen that one? With the picture of Einstein in there? Yeah. There you go. We just had an Einstein moment, folks. You heard it here on the pod. So Grace Church, where we're at, is getting a uh, new parking lot as we speak. Can't have that money, folks. <laughs> parking lots. Parking lots. <laughs> Church parking lot. And so today, we are going to be talking about the boring side of ministry when you have to buy parking lots and mm. buy trash bags and do all the stuff like that that's not fun at all. We're still borrowing parking parking lots. I thought you were going to say trash bags. <laughs> Probably borrowing those two. <laughs> Reusable trash bags. My boy. 
Oh, uh, you're the people that walk around the grocery store with their little, <laughs> little tote bag to fill it up every time. <laughs> <laughs> it blows me away that like they sell these bags at the front. It's like, hey, the pay like five dollars to have to keep up with this thing in your vehicle. Mm-hmm. And bring it back. Well, the reality is, if I'm carrying my groceries inside, I'm not bringing that bag back out to my car. Uh. It's stuck in the laundry room somewhere full of dirty socks. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not happened. So the next time I'm in Aldi, i got to buy another reusable bag. Yep. Nope. (sighs) Just give me a plastic bag. We haven't gotten on the Aldi train. No, we haven't either. We haven't. I hate Aldi. What? That's what I get. I get that. What? No. I think it's, is this a Gen Z thing? Aldi? It must be, because... People that are on a budget. <laughs> Look, I'm balling on a budget at the Win Dixie Dog. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Then you ain't balling. You just own a budget. You go to Aldi. See how much money you save. You can get some uh, brown bananas for half price at Aldi. Yeah, it's like they they ship all the stuff from Walmart and Win Dixie over to Aldi. It's like, well, we couldn't sell these anymore, so you guys give it a shot at like a quarter of the price. Like, is there meat like stink, medium stink? <laughs> Don't don't smell this. Just buy it. Hey, have no, y'all it's, ever it's like you got to cook day of meat. You know, like you better be taking it home, putting it on the grill that night. Have y'all ever heard? Speaking of meat, so there's the different. <laughs> y'all brought up meat. He meat. did it. He did it. He had to walk away. He's the only, he, this, this is my filter working. I want to step away. <sighs> Speaking of meat, folks, I've got a question related to meat. And, and we got answers too. And here's the question. All right, so you know you can go to a steakhouse and order you a steak. Well done, medium well, medium What's the next one down? Medium rare. 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 And then just the straight up meat on the plate. Did you know there's a level in between straight up meat on the plate and rare? I had no idea this was a thing, but apparently it is. It's called blue rare. Blue rare. Oh, dude, blue rare. sounds so gross. It's where you basically, you, you throw it on the grill to where it like chars off all the bacteria and then you serve it to where like the inside of the meat's still cold. So you have charred outside and you have cold meat inside. I don't get it. Would you ever eat blue rare meat? No, never. Mm-mm. Zip, nada. Mm-mm. There's something in me that wants to say I would like to try it. Just to say you did? Just like, I love rare steaks, you know? Yeah, but simply the cold factor. Yeah, I guess like the cold Like biting into gross. a steak and then like yeah. a chill Still has the comes ice crystals. Yeah, yeah, like mm-mm. The, co- the cold is kind of gross. I do like the idea of like just searing it to the point of killing all the bacteria, but the cold factor would get me. Mm-mm. Yeah, Sorry, it's like my so. Are you up my phone over here? Yeah. Are you on the like cook it till it's a piece of leather train? Or are you? I'm a lot closer to that than I am blue rare. <laughs> You're a medium well kind of guy, aren't you? Uh, every now and then, I'll venture all the way down to medium, but yeah, medium well. <laughs> yeah, Heather's Heather's well done. And she will order a filet. Well done. I'm like, you can get chicken strips <laughs> yes. for $4. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and get a better taste. Uh-huh. I, I'm a medium rare guy. Katie Katie likes it mooing. I oh, mean, she, she would. straight rare. Oh, yeah. Okay. And she would, she would probably even go for your blue rare. 
Oh, uh, they did you would cut not a slab me. off that deer you cut yesterday? <laughs> Let her eat it for dinner. She probably would have done it. Tell all our fine folks who listen about your hunting experience. <laughs> this is not a hunting podcast in nope. any shape, form, or fashion. But I'm impressed with your hunting story. I want to hear this. I haven't heard this yet. All right, so we're at a hospital here in town. I get off work a little later than normal, and I had planned on going deer hunting after work. But I got off late, or I got off a little later than normal, so I was like, nah, I'm not going to be able to go today. So I go get my hair cut, and I'm headed home, and I, the lady who cut my hair, side note, took her like six minutes to cut my hair. It was amazing. Wow. Which either means she's really good or really bad. Yeah. I don't know which way or the <laughs> other, two. but I kind of like too it. bad. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah. Just, it's, it's a medium bad. It's, no, not, a medium. it's not well done. It's medium. It's medium bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I'm like, all right, there's this little glimmer of hope that I got time to go deer hunt now. So I'm flying down the road to get there. I whip in our farm, grab my gun, don't even put on any camouflage. I'm still in my Caribbean blue scrubs. <laughs> I throw on an orange hat and I'm headed to the shooting house. I don't make it to the shooting house before I notice two deer in the greenfield. I throw my bag down, whip my gun up, and literally I'm about to shoot, but I hadn't put a shell in the end yet. <laughs> so I literally had to rack a shell, and then I killed a six-point. Dang. Didn't even make it to the shooting house in my blue scrubs. That's the best kind of hunting experience right there. Yeah. I was there like eight minutes. Wow. And you brought home a six-point. Mm-hmm. Weighed 123 pounds. Wow. Shot the spots right off of it. <laughs> so That's what that movie's about. <laughs> Goodness. Hunting story. This past Saturday, I went hunting for the first time in 20 years. That is no exaggeration. How old are you? 21? I'm 32. Oh, hey. Ooh. So you have hunted before. I have. I've actually killed quite a few deer. In my early days. But my dad had me in a shooting house as early as he could possibly get me in. Are we talking shooting house? So I have, there's two sides of the spectrum here. You have shooting house, which is literally, some folks, I mean, it's basically a tree stand, Mm -hmm. right? You're just up in the the woods. And then you have shooting house that's like your living room out in the woods. Oh, yeah. What kind of shooting house are we talking here? (laughs) Porta-potties. And when I say porta-potties... Legit <laughs> porta potties <laughs> without the tanks. I remember dad got like. Still have brown streaks on the wall? <laughs> That's right. Hey, it's already camoed, man. That's right. Oh, I'm no talking joke. about the outside. He got 10 of these things. They had already taken the tanks out, cleaned the things, spray paint some green and brown, and they look legit. I mean, they, I would never in a million years know that they were porta potties. Except they still smell bad. Yeah, they took a jigsaw and cut the whole, <laughs> cut the window holes <laughs> out. Hey, or did you, you open the doors? Hey, cut here's you a my little, question: you, Why didn't you leave the tanks in there? Yeah, yeah, it'd been a great idea. I, I mean, really that's one of the biggest problems about hunting is you're sitting out there for four hours and you got to go sometimes. Like, right. you've got it all made, but no, y'all had to cut the. I don't know. You might kind of get a funk smell though, man. <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, some's not so natural. <laughs> All right, Dude, well, since like, hey, bro, I'm out of here. Since we're telling hunting stories, here we go. I don't have any. <laughs> Got them. <laughs> Boom. How about that? <laughs> I've killed exactly zero deer. 
I've shot at exactly zero deer. I've actually seen a deer before, though, so, nice. you know, there's something. Y'all have to have some in your backyard. We actually now have five deer now that our dogs are all dead. Deer start coming around now. Hold it. Your dogs are all dead. Uh, two out of three of them are. Oh, yeah. okay. I was about to say, I missed that memo. And the and the third one's basically dead because she just lays on like in oh, front gosh. of the door. She's got one hole, one foot in the grave. I, I, she's like three feet in, man. Tim's going to knock her on in the second. She's got three uh, feet in the grave. She, oh, Peter's going to be all over She is three yep. feet <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, so what are we talking about go. today, Tim? Hey, happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas. Hope everybody has a good holiday season. We have nothing really to talk about. We're just going to cut up and have fun and talk about uh, Hanukkah. Thanksgiving. Hanukkah. <laughs> what in the world? Spell Hanukkah, Tyler. Ooh, this uh, is good. H-A-N-N-A-K-U-H? I don't know. H-A-N-N-A-K-U-H. Come on, baby. Is that right? Oh, I thought you were checking me, Colin. Browsing Twitter over there. Yep. H A N N A K U H. H A N U K K A H. I went to public school. November 28th through December 6th. How'd you miss the old double K? I don't know. I couldn't do 1.5 million math in my head like Colin could earlier. Uh. I have no idea what we're talking about. All right. So we just jumped out of the old Thanksgiving break. All right. Thanksgiving was last week. Let's. Uh, what favorite Thanksgiving foods, Tyler? One food. If you, mm. all right, let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. If you had one Thanksgiving food to eat the rest of your life, what Thanksgiving food is it? Oh, I don't know. So here, here's my confession. I'm not big on Thanksgiving food. Yep, Colin looks very disappointed. I'm just have, not into no it. No words. Man. No words. I'm just not really into it. My so, wife is obsessed with it. But I will say this. This year was the first year I actually enjoyed Thanksgiving food. And so we went to, actually went to Tim's in-law's house, uh, my aunt and uncle's house. and I was I had, not there, by the way. Had, so. They were not there. Yeah, nope. Not there. They skipped out on our family uh, Thanksgiving. I did. I said, forget you guys. We went, like, out in the woods and, like, ate Collins deer. That's right. That he shot. And so, anyways, I had some of uh, Carly's... Uh, grandma's dressing which was the best it was delicious had giblet gravy oh Ooh. my goodness get that oh, out of here yes. it was so good mm-hmm. I'm I, mm. I hear you. and not we had a, honey baked ham and we had honey baked ham so what's your favorite what was my favorite yeah would have probably been the dressing with a little dab of ham in there, there you go. I'm going honey glazed ham Ooh. all day every day for the rest of eternity. Mm. Honey glazed ham. Honey glazed Perfect. Ham. Perfect. Well, I'll tell you what I'm not going to eat. And that's turkey. I, get that turkey out of here. I, unpopular to, opinion, yeah, maybe. Honest to goodness, I can get on that train, too. I Turkey's feel like every trash. piece of turkey I ever get like dries Dry. up. I want to know how the turkey ended up being like the, the mascot of Thanksgiving. Yeah. And he just gets screwed. Like poor turkey. Let's start a new norm. Filet mignon is the new I, turkey. I'm in. Of, I'm in. It's the duck, new turkey. Duck. Yes. Pigeon. Quail. Have y'all ever had duckling? rabbit? I've had duckling. Ducklings. Are like a small. Yeah, it was like duck. a small little strip of bacon about that big. I had <laughs> I mean, on a cruise you, line. God. You just rip the beak off and then. Well, pop it, it was in. cold. It was served <laughs> cold, and I'm like, 
They literally just skinned this duckling in the back and served it up. I'm pretty sure it was uncooked, too. Because it was a light pink color. Hey, cruises have some crazy food. So, side note, there's just another road we can run down in a little while. All right, so no turkey. That's not happening. Uh, No gravy. Gravy. Oh, um, dude. Hate gravy. Hate gravy. Uh, Communists hate gravy, too. No. No turkey, no gravy. Uh, it, uh, stuffing or dressing has to be perfect. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not going to go for it. Um, I could maybe do like a good mashed potatoes. Mm, I do like mashed potatoes. Too. No gravy. No right, gravy. Let's do a Thanksgiving yeah, so, rant. Deal. Right, here's deal. my first rant. Pineapple does not belong on ham. Who puts pineapple on ham? I've seen it. Every yeah. time I see a ham, it's got pieces of pineapple yeah, i think on. it's like a decorative thing yeah but it soaks that flavor soaks <laughs> into the ham it does not belong on ham or pizza for that matter yeah uh, maybe that's why i clarified well, hey, the hey, honey hey, glazed hey, ham for me hey <laughs> pineapple on pizza i can't top stand three additions to the old cheese pizza i can't stand pine- it's got thorns on it that's just a sign to say <laughs> hey don't eat me <laughs> it's like oh ooh, a but- thorny rose bush let me bite it <laughs> And there's your problem. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have pineapple on your ham? No. Have no. you ever seen pineapple on a ham? I've seen it, but I... I, I don't I, know if I've ever even seen it. Oh, dude, you're not I, looking hard. I, I, think it's all, I think it's just a decorative thing. It definitely gets in there. <laughs> it, the flavor... It just alters it. It's, yeah. It ruins it. It ruins it. Literally, when I see pineapple on ham, I have to... I go into the ham and then I tear off the side that is attached to the pineapple and leave it in the bowl and get the the ham that is because it hasn't gone down to that end yet. So forget you pineapple. Nobody likes you. Do you not like pineapple or is it just on the ham? I just don't like pineapple. I'm pretty sure it's Satan's favorite uh, fruit. Whoa, whoa. I'm I'm just saying if you had a favorite, it'd probably be covered in thorn. (laughs) We just like went deep. Zero to a hundred. Straight from I don't like pineapple to it's Satan's favorite fruit. I'm just saying. Just saying. (sighs) How do you feel about pineapple, Tyler? I don't like it. (laughs) And I don't like sponges that live in them. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Least favorite Thanksgiving food is obviously pineapples. One million percent. Tyler. And we had no connection to, to connecting pineapples to Thanksgiving before this. But now we do. I'm going green bean casserole. Get that junk out of oh, here. Oh, dude, that's my wife's favorite. Uh-uh. They put, like, the little onion things on the, the top. French fried, fried onions. Yeah, like mm. French fried mm. cholesterol clogging <laughs> artery. That'd be pretty really? good on mac and cheese. French fried onion balls on mac and cheese. <laughs> Sign me up. Are you one that would just eat a raw onion? I could if I had to. I wouldn't choose to, but if I had, like, if it was like a Holes movie situation, like, you know, where you seen that movie? Yep. They survived. All- I could they do that. Yep. I could eat it. I could eat onion. Good all movie. Good movie, by the way. Right. Colin, you got a rant for us? Uh, Give us a food rant. Food rant coming up. Food rant. No, my, my food rant is green bean casserole. Mm, nope, go. not a fan. It's like floating in this milky looking, and then like you throw the French onion. Oh, nope. oh yeah. Green bean. Not a fan. Nope. Sorry, Grandma. Not a fan. All right, here we go. Here's my rant. 
people who put on deodorant at night. Whoa. Have y'all ever heard of such a thing? I don't think I put deodorant on in 10 years. <laughs> Last time I killed a deer, I put on deodorant and it's still with me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I don't have sweaty pits. Do y'all get sweaty pits? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. See, I don't get sweaty oh, yes. pits. Yeah. I don't really sweat that much. So I heard this oh. on the radio. Uh, that, that apparently that's like the time that you're supposed to put on deodorant is at night. And this is by some scientist somewhere that clearly doesn't know what they're talking about. Must be a communist. I, I agree. Must be. I don't know. But that's what they were saying, that like the time to put on your deodorant is at night because that way it gives it time to soak in. And then when you wake up in the morning, you're good to go because it's already all in there. Mm. And have I y'all, said have y'all to gotten myself, on the, uh, the spray deodorant yet, or are y'all still on the stick? Spray deodorant. I, I did when I was like, 13 years old. <laughs> I was say middle school. body spray. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, the spray deodorant. Every youth route. retreat ever. Uh-huh. Find 14 cans of that under the uh, <laughs> the old bunk beds. Dude, I had youth that wanted to turn Axe body spray on youth trips into a flamethrower. <laughs> oh, yeah. They would that's find a, matches and stuff like, hey, watch this. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Crazy. Wait, so, Colin, do you use spray on deodorant? I do. You're yeah. an Old Spice kind of guy, It works for me, yeah. Mm. Yep. You saw that from a mile away, didn't you? Mm, I did. I would you smell it? Spice. I, I, no, I, I'd you pay this an old spice guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like degree. It's a classy deal. Classy. Now, are y'all gel or powder if if you're not doing the spray? Gel or powder? Powder. I'm natural, man. I don't. I literally do not wear deodorant. <laughs> True story. Come there you have it, kids. folks. They don't, they don't stink. Come smell them. And he I'll eats pass. his breakfast out of a hand-thrown clay you know, you know, I I don't I don't sweat, but then again, I don't drink water either. So there might be a there might be a direct correlation. There. And he shops with reusable bags at Target. Everybody, <laughs> I'm changing my name to Kip Chogi. <laughs> uh, well, I will just say, if all you people out there, I would love to know how many of you actually put on deodorant at night because I think that is the dumbest thing ever. Or who doesn't wear deodorant out there? That's also dumb. <laughs> no, I just exactly. want to know. Exactly. Y'all can all go, like, I don't know. Go do eat you your actually blue rare go out steaks in public? Yes, no go eat your blue rare steaks and <laughs> take a chill pill. Get out of here. Well, we didn't have a super mega rant, but, I, I mean, we had a few things to, to throw out. I usually don't have stuff to rant about, but pineapple just is annoying. Just disgusting. I must, have, I must have gotten all my rants out earlier because I was I was fired up about some stuff. I'm, I I don't like it when people uh, use HDMI cables to connect to their TV. I don't like that. Oh, is there another option? <laughs> You're the person I don't like. Yes, there's another option. Chromecast, Apple TV, anything that oh, like yeah, yeah, streams yeah. to your TV instead of having oh, to I plug it up. To not use HDMI cables, period. I don't mind HDMI cables. They didn't do anything wrong. You but have the to people that your... plug them up to the TV, to oh, the laptop, yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of just streaming it wirelessly. Yeah. We like, use hey, Apple TV. Yes. Hey, let's welcome to whatever century we're in. Uh... Since you're still here, you get a very special thank you. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Fluent Grace Podcast. Thanks for listening. So. <clears throat> All right, here we go. We can talk about something real. Let's do this. Um, so we just got through with Thanksgiving holiday. 
Uh, we just got through with the singular best day of football in the year. Mm. Rivalry weekend. Mm. Had some good ball games on. So good. In our part of the country, we have this thing called the Iron Bowl. Mm. And uh, depending on who you are, would determine whether or not you enjoyed this Iron Bowl or not. Actually, most people didn't enjoy the Iron Bowl. Because if you're Auburn, well, you lost. So That's you didn't true. enjoy it. If you're Alabama, you, you didn't really enjoy it, but you just happened to come out on the better end of mm-hmm. the lack of enjoyment. But, uh, so there was uh, one part of uh, this particular game where the game was over and we're going into overtime and there was a uh, um, much shared photo of a particular player who was praying in the end zone. Oh boy. And I saw a comment made by someone else. And the comment is this, and here's what I want us to talk about for a few minutes. The comment was this. Uh, it captioned the picture, and it said, it was at this point when I knew we were going to win. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How do mm. we feel about that? Uh, you're not Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. I, I'm going to let somebody else go first. Because I don't want to be overtly, overly mean. Why not? Just go for it. No, why don't y'all go first, and I'll chime in. I'm trying to tame my tongue, Tim. Don't tempt me to sin. <laughs> well, just don't sin. Like just uh, oh, me right? being reformed. It's impossible to not <laughs> sin. We are totally there. Depraved, we go. Folks. We have finally heard. triggered. Reform folks struggle more with sin than everyone else. <laughs> I just know the depths of my sin. Actually, I don't even know the depths of my yeah, sin. I, I just say, know it's just. I just know I'm messed up. We would all agree with that. All right, so Colin, that leaves you. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts, Colin? I just like. I've grown up in this rivalry. I've grown up in the Bible Belt. Like the amount, and I've grown up when Facebook has gotten popular, and all social medias. So, like, the amount of posts and connections that I have seen that would be exactly the same to this is, like, astronomically high and really embarrassing, honest to goodness. Like, I am just going to go ahead and guarantee you God could not care less who wins the Iron Bowl. Preach it, Colin. But for the love of all that is good just matters on how you treat other people. So I can guarantee you that he wasn't praying that they would win the game down there in the end zone, more that he was praying that his actions would display a love for those around him and respect for those around him. But the social media uh, keyboard warriors knew that we were going to win after he prayed. Because praying always gets you what you want That's in the right. moment. Yeah. If you march around the end zone seven times and pray, then <laughs> you, that goalpost is coming down. The God will give you the victory. Goodness. That's you can find that in the Book of Mormon or something somewhere. Uh, yeah. Should have done that at halftime. Walk outside around the stadium. Oh sign gosh. a few autographs while you're at it. Golly. Get all the cheerleaders to yell. <laughs> hmm. like, well, so here, like. Side you, note, I've had like eight people ask me, how many heart attacks did you have during that game? Well, I'm still standing here. Uh, I may have gotten a, a prescription of Xanax, <laughs> but I did not have a heart attack. 
I need to edit that one out. <laughs> nope, that one's staying in. I'm going to leave that one in here. Um, you mentioned Bible Belt, and so I do think this is a different conversation for us where we're at geographically versus a lot of people uh, because those of us in this particular area are accustomed to religion and accustomed to doing all the quote-unquote right religious churchy things. And so, of course, you have to pray over your ball games and over your whatever else it is. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? We're supposed to pray in all things and in every situation and for all people. But you're not praying for victory. You're praying for the ability to do 1 Corinthians 10.31 and glorify God in the act of competition. So I would hope, I mean, clearly we don't know what the particular prayer was uh, during this game. I would hope that that's what the prayer was, that uh, in this particular game that uh, he would be able to it, put myself in that situation. I would hope my prayer is not... Lord God, if you would just let us win this game, I will forever send 25% of my income to needy children in Zimbabwe. If you'll let us win this game, that's what I'll do. Right? I mean, that. I would hope that's not my prayer. I'm just saying, if your theology is is built around if I do this, then God will do this. Then your God is a puny God that can be manipulated. He's not the sovereign creator of the universe. You know, if you're, you're not going to manipulate your God, our God. <laughs> the God of the scriptures will not be manipulated. Yeah. So, and every page of scripture screams out. Yeah. And again, in no way, 0% uh, am I knocking this particular player for, for doing this and it being shown on TV. I don't know what his what heart I, is. Yeah, we have no idea. Uh, I, I could very well be applauding this um, uh, if done in, in the right way. What I am knocking is the comment made via social media that it was at that point I knew that we were going to win the game. Bull crap. There was probably <laughs> somebody on Auburn's team that played that prayed too. Mm-hmm. You know, somewhere it just didn't. We just didn't see a picture of it. Yep. So, all right, now does that mean God favors one over the other in competition? No. I don't know. Jacob, he loved the Esau he hated. So, does that right. refer to football teams? No, <laughs> no. Here's, man, man, we could go on to a long uh, discussion of this. We're not going to. We're going to keep this. Auburn's the reprobates, folks. Right. Uh, Some would agree with that. Uh, right. We could go into a long discussion about. Just think of, like, let's take this out of athletics and let's go into something a lot more depressing. Oh. Okay. Like, think about the Civil War, or any conflict in that matter, right? You have people on both sides praying for victory. Well, somebody won and somebody lost. Does that mean that God loves the winner more than the loser? Or that, God's, uh, that God favors one ideology over that of the side that lost? Maybe, maybe not. Right? I mean, you have to go into Scripture and see what God's heart is in that. But it, you know, it's not a matter of 
we're praying for victory. God loves me more, and so he's going to grant me the victory. That's not how it works. Even in the Old Testament, when there were uh, situations where God's people went into conflict with others. Some brutal, brutal, some brutal scenarios. conflicts. Yes. Um, it was much bigger than, well, these are my people, so I'm going to let them win. I like these people better than the others. It was a lot more than that. I, yeah, I, and the, the thing, the, a lot more than that is goes to show believers that there's nothing that is going to stop God's covenant-keeping love. Not a people group, not a nation, not an army. doesn't matter. He's going to keep covenant with his people, period. And he does. Yeah. Through various, to us, seemingly dark ways. So, so in talking to students, because this is what we're doing right now, this podcast is aimed at students, our takeaway from this, I think, should be, for the love of all that is good in this world, learn to pray well. Mm. Don't just pray for what you want. Don't just pray for athletic or competitive victories. Because that, you may or may not win. I don't know. Like, if we were to, right, let's do this. Tyler and Colin going to get into an arm wrestling competition. Mm. Tyler, I pre- I'm going to march around <laughs> seven times and pray real hard. <laughs> I pretty much guarantee you that it doesn't matter how hard you pray. Unless there is miraculous and divine intervention, mm-hmm. you're not winning that arm wrestling. Mm. Holy Spirit, come. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. That's I don't true. care. I agree. So, right. I, Currently but, undefeated. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, but Colin could pray the same thing. I guarantee you that unless divine intervention happens, Colin's going to win that battle. And so, well, God must love Colin more because he answered his prayer. Well, no, mm. Colin's just stronger than Tyler. Like, that's, that's true. We over-spiritualize this junk. That's yep. true. And to, to give you a specific example um, to praying well, I took three teenagers uh, duck hunting this past weekend, and we're out there in the cold, wet, really cold um, stupid. swamps of Alabama. And <laughs> a couple of the guys have been out there like, all night we're on public land and one of the teenagers right before we were about to get ready to hunt someone was going to come up and we were going to hunt he goes hey guys can i pray for us and boy it caught me off guard and not that i didn't have chills already from the freezing cold temperatures but it sent chills down my spine simply because of the leadership he displayed um the humbleness that he displayed in his prayer um, just thanking God for the creation, thanking God for the animals we were hunting, uh, providing us with the opportunity in a country to do this type thing. And so um, that was amazing for me um, coming from a youth pastor role um, and trying to be a little bit of a role model to these young men, um, just to see his leadership and his humbleness in real life uh, because you you pray before you meet, you know you eat your meal and you pray before church on Sunday morning but I mean you're out there with your buddies in the in the duck hole that's not a specifically a custom time to pray um, but he was truly a leader in doing that and it was amazing for me to experience 
Hmm. And when prayer is God focused and not us focused, you get that type thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, if my prayer is all about me, I'm not praying right. Mm. You know, but if prayer is more about who God is and His work and His glory, again, First Corinthians ten thirty one. If that's what my prayer life is about, then that's I'm I'm doing it right. So if your prayer life is about God's glory, then you're praying well. If it's about getting what you want, regardless of knowing what God wants, you're not praying well. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. my will, but yours be done. Oh, hey, who said that? This dude named Jesus. <laughs> Where where was he when he said that? He was a pretty big deal. Uh, he's in some garden somewhere. There you go. Eden, Garden of Eden, uh, Pearl mm. Garden, Pearl Garden. <laughs> he was at the Pearl Garden getting some of those local uh, legend wontons. <laughs> I feel this is super sacrilegious right y'all, now. We need to shift this conversation. Y'all really thought we were going to be serious for an extended <laughs> period of time, didn't y'all? <laughs> Over some wontons, pork, of course. Because he came to bring the new covenant. <laughs> Receive all things with Thanksgiving. That's right. Hey, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We brought it around. <laughs> there we go. That's what Thanksgiving's all about, right? Not about us. It's all about God. Thankful True. for him. Thankful for Jesus. Hopefully you are thankful for Jesus. If you are, then you're thankful for the right stuff. If you're only thankful that your team won, then go do Thanksgiving again. Round Check two. yourself. Yeah, do it again. Get yourself right before Christmas. Because <laughs> uh, if you make Christmas all about yourself, you're in a bad place. Mm. Bunch of reindeer loving. Yep. You know, what's, you know what Santa Claus was doing in the early church days? He was punching heretics in the throat, I'm just saying. Because <laughs> they didn't get Jesus right. Just saying. Old Saint Nick. Saint Nick. He was Real all person. about throat punching some Arius. Real person, yeah. Do did, some church history did Saint study. Nick, huh? Did Saint Nick fly through the air on a reindeer? I'm gonna let you answer that, Tim. I'm not gonna be that guy. You I'm just that. asking the question. I don't I'm know just, the answer. I'm just, I'm just asking. You're, you're the church historian of me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've Miss, never seen a flying reindeer. I don't know about you guys. What the, what do they got over in Norway? They got the, some that pixie dust or something over there. I don't know. I watched a movie last night where they did. <laughs> Our white-tailed deer here don't fly. Oh, man. Colin just seen. shot one of them, so <laughs> he might have flew a few feet. The literal, literally, the one flying reindeer. Colin shot. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Thanks, man. You ruined Christmas. That nose ain't glowing no more, folks. <laughs> the light's gone out. It's a different shade of red. <laughs> this is getting real dark. Yo. Oh. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. <laughs> Tim will be editing oh. this till Christmas. Yeah, I was going to say we're going to try to hit 50 before the year's out, but uh, we may be stuck on 49. No, we got to do another New Year's Eve recording. Let's talk about strange Remember Christmas last year? songs. Hey, hey, we do need to do that, too. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Colin, for bringing us up. So last year, if you remember, we did the Fluent Grace Food Challenge where – we drew straws to see who got to partake of the world's hottest gummy bear. Suckers. <laughs> no gummy bears. Not suckers. I know. We I'm could do suckers. You, I'm calling you suckers. Oh, yeah. Y'all still feeling that? 
Uh, yes. Had GI issues ever since. <laughs> <laughs> they lost the lining of their intestines, people. Melted right off. Oh, man. That was rough. All right, so here's what I propose, okay? Uh, Tyler. I don't like this proposal. I don't like it. Do you accept or reject the proposal right now? Mm. Does it involve me watching y'all suffer through I, a food thing? I'm just going to ask. Do you accept or reject the proposal right now? If you reject it, I will hand it to Colin to fulfill. Fulfill. Hold it. I don't. I don't know if I can trust you. If I reject it, your proposal does not change <laughs> to Colin. You mean write it down? Yeah, I do want you to write it down. <laughs> I, uh, hold on, Colin. Hit me up with some hold paper. On, we'll just say. Just say. I don't know. It's just a proposal, so proposals don't really matter. It's not a contract. So You're I, basically signing your life away. No, with I this accept stuff. the proposal. You accept. Okay. Colin, he accepts. The proposal is just a proposal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could... Yeah, you have to abide by the rules and regulations yeah. set forth by this proposal, though. All right, let's hear him. Let's hear the proposal. <laughs> I thought he was already married. <laughs> All right, the proposal is this. Tyler gets to, uh, gets to pick the food challenge. Oh, for this particular calendar year, I will throw my name in the hat to participate in this again. But here's here's the catch. You know, so there's three of us here. Mm-hmm. So we each have an equal chance of, uh, or two-thirds chance, right, of being sure. selected. Only one person gets out. So you have to take two chances to participate in this. Hold it. So there'll be four names and yes. my name twice. Yes. But I pick the food. You get to pick it. Now, what would have been the proposal if I rejected that? The proposal just would have went to Colin? Yeah, same thing. Oh. Same thing. Dang, and I was going to accept real fast. Oh, yeah. It I'll can it can be anything. Okay, it can I be like, like a blended McDonald's Happy Meal. Oh, it can be a, a – If you bring some green bean casserole up in here. <laughs> I'm going to do – Green bean casserole. I'm going to do – see if I can find the world's most sour candy. That's it. Yeah, I, Piece of cake. Sounds horrendous. Like, more, worse than a warhead, obviously. I enjoy warheads. Yeah, warheads are pretty good. Actually, All right, so that's what's happening, folks. Uh, the next podcast that we release, uh, we will record this as well. Tyler is going to spend between now and the next time we record coming up with what this proposal will be. Like, he's going to actually determine what the food challenge is. Now, well, it's so it's two of us will still participate, right? Right. Mm. Yeah, two of us will. Okay. But it's just that you get I an get extra. Two. I got you. Extra odd. Extra odd. There you go. Tonic waste. Oh, <laughs> that sounds horrible. What sounds the, like what just happened in here. Right? What in the world? <laughs> All right, so that's what's happening. Uh, we'll record this. It will be released Make beginning us? of January. Oh, wow. This could be fun. Where did you find the hot chip? Uh, I don't know. Amazon? Amazon. Oh, yeah, I bought it. Yeah, on Amazon. But all right, that's what's happening, folks. Uh, I am going to. I say I'm going to. I would like to commit that we do this one more time and hit the big five zero before the new year. I don't know if I can get these. <laughs> the, Tim these accepts folks, the challenge. These folks in here uh, before the year's out. So anyway, uh, if we do not, hopefully everybody has a happy Christmas and merry new year and whatever it is we say around this season. Happy Chonka. Uh, 
There you Holly go. Jolly Christmas. Holly Jolly Christmas. Uh, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Everybody in Thailand, uh, we're shouting you out one more time. We appreciate our Thai listeners. That's right. All, um, I don't know, one or two of you. We appreciate you. Um, we will actually, accept food offers. Yeah, if you want to submit what Tyler should choose as our next food challenge, yeah, go for it. send it to him. Uh, I will say this. There is a country in between the United States and Thailand that has the most listens to our podcast right now. Where's that? Germany. Ooh. Germany. How about Germany? Shout mm. out folks in Germany who are listening. I wouldn't mind going to Germany Fellow one day. Germans buy us plane tickets. We'll come visit yeah, you. Yeah, we'll come visit. We'll record a podcast over there. That's right. We will record podcast number 51. I'll January sign autographs. $500 a piece. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go check out the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Fluent Grace Podcast. If you have anything, Twitter? If you have anything you want to talk about, feel free to hit us up on Gmail. Fluent Grace Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time. Gooses. What about Twitter? We out. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. Our music for the show is Felix Culpa by King's Kaleidoscope.